Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Welcome, guys, to this week's episode of Heavy Metal Tones with me, your podcast host, Tony Evans. Um, this week's episode is about cover bands, the necessity of them, and also a review of a band I saw uh, just gone earlier in the week. Anyway, it started off by me thinking, uh, being uh, uh, you know, asked to go and see a band. I thought, well, I'll review it because it'd be good for the podcast, but also good for the local community. And B, then also, why cover bands? Now, uh, I don't know if you've had the chance to watch the amazing um, Apple TV's Peter um, Peter. Oh fuck! Gone blank. Oh my brain's gone blank. The brain's gone blank. Um, Peter of Lord of the Rings. Peter Jackson. See, old man brain went blank. Anyway, <laughs> I'm not. Ca- <laughs> Sorry, I'm in a funny mood today. Anyway, so watching the Peter Jackson um, uh, behind the scenes, fly on the document, fly on the wall, making of Get Back, uh, the final Beatles album. Um, it's six to eight hours, I believe, but the full uncut print he's going to put out is like, like 14 hours. Um, and it made me think, you know, the greatest band in modern recording history uh, and uh, it sort of came out the night that I went to see this other cover band and it made me sort of go well okay what why are they important now the Beatles could only be where they were because they played 10 hours a day sometimes 12 all playing covers now they would chuck occasional originals in there but in that clubs in Hamburg I think it's a star club and again sorry Beatle fanatics I don't know if I've got that wrong but out at, uh, in, in Hamburg they played cover band cover songs rock and roll songs for hour upon hour upon hour why is this important because uh that's how you learn how the great how great method and great technique i went to art college um and what we used to do in london um once a week because we could do it there it was very lucky we could do it we would go and take our scrapbook our sketchbooks and we'd go and go to the National Gallery or, sorry, 
the Tate or um, the yeah the National Gallery, and we would go and sit down in front of a painting of our choice. It wasn't always told by the teacher, uh, usually the masters, and we'd get and we copy their work into our books. Why were we doing that? Not to fill the day and not to um, justify the huge fees that we had paying at art college. No, it wasn't that. It was so that we could. Um, learn form and technique and uh, ratios and um, you know uh, pencil techniques and color techniques and and perspective uh, and you know after doing that for hour upon hour when you get to actually um, doing your own work you 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 yes you'll um, when you're drawing or painting some styles from the, the masters will come through and so slightly copying but all great art is copied there's no original great art all right no original material everything's drawn from something because otherwise every time you put the stereo on every time you put the tv on every time you looked at a picture it'd be mind-blowingly different every time and it can't be the case uh, in the history of humanity you've got to a point now where nothing is truly original and that's not a negative but it's it's a it's a matter of fact statement basically um so yeah so you, that's what you do and so it is important that we encourage um ba cover bands um to flourish you sort of hope that the members of the bands are playing in cover bands that they want to go and play originals that they're learning some don't some are so devoutly connected to that particular band that's all they want to do is play that band's music. That I sort of have a problem with. Um, I, I do and I don't because um, there's some great cover bands out there that just do music that you really want to, like you can't physically see anymore. So I can't see Genesis with Peter Gabriel do Lamb Lies Down on Broadway. But I can see a cover band like Musical Box do it. Right. Um, I won't be able to see Fish with Marillion do um, early, the first four or five albums. I can't see them do that. But there are cover bands out there that do. Um, same with Bon Jovi's and the ACDC's and the, the out there, there are bands which, you know, because of their age or where you are in the world, you can't see them. And if it's done really well, uh, Pink Floyd's another one, you know, like Pink Floyd cover bands. Um, some brilliant ones out there you go okay brilliant like um, my friend John and his wife Alison uh, have friends that uh, are in a, a XTC cover band and I really love XTC I truly love the band and and sadly I'll never see them with the full lineup because they never played haven't played live since the late 70s early 80s and um, they they only record sporadically now uh, I didn't see the band because it was sort of the beginning of COVID when they played in Sydney and it was on a work night and I couldn't go. Uh, by all by all intents and purposes, they were brilliant. They did a great version of uh, Scissor Men and, uh, of course, the classics like, you know, Making Plans for Nigel and so on. Um, I watched them on YouTube and so I got to see them. I, whenever they play again, I'm going to be there again. That's the truth. Um, uh, I saw with uh, Benji a few years ago um, on Iron Maiden cover band just at the beginning right at the beginning of before even locked down the first time uh, March 
early early March two years ago saw um, uh, Aces High which is a, a Sydney based Iron Maiden cover band with a female front singer um, absolutely blow your mind I, I've been a Maiden fan as you know by listening to this podcast for a long time and it just took me to my happy place let's be honest it really did she's brilliant um, the lead singer absolutely amazing uh, I'd highly recommend if you get a chance when they play to see them um, the bass player who played Steve Harris's parts I said to him afterwards um, you're so brave because that's such a difficult um, a difficult person to cover the two guitarists were brilliant they played everything um, uh, sadly they were going to play again recently but COVID kicked that in the nuts so and they were going to do some stuff that hadn't been played before I was really looking forward to it but the main thing is they did Rhyme and the Ancient Mariner and if you do Rhyme and the Ancient Mariner well you're always oh, good in my books anyway they're a brilliant band if you get a chance to see them I highly recommend them as I said um, so I paused there for a second because I had to go and get a, a drink my throat was a bit dry anyway um, you know, I didn't even see the pause did you that's some magic of editing. Probably shouldn't have to say anything. But yes, yeah, so Aces High. Now, don't um, don't get it mixed up with the American one. It's the Aces High Australian tribute band with Son, uh, uh, or Son, sorry, as a lead singer. She's unbelievably gifted vocalist. Um, does really good justice to um, to Bruce and the rest of the band. As I said, I mean, you know, the bass player does amazing. Both guitarists are amazing drama is the whole it's just in general a great great package and a great night out and where can you see 20 iron maiden songs played live for like 30 bucks you just can't can you not at that level anyway so where i was my brain went i had to go and check something had to get a drink and my brain went into an old man mode and forgot what i was talking about but yes so cover bands very very important um if uh, as I said, I don't mind it if that's all they want. If that's their focus and what they do, and that's what they love, it's fine. Because again, you can't get to see these bands some places anywhere. Like I said, the XTC and and so on. But it's when the bands, when you look at a band that they just do um, bits and pieces music, um, that's when you think, you know, are you growing um, musically? Um, and most of the time they are um, I'm going back to review a band in the second half of the show that clearly clearly I'm using growing musically and I think are going to be really big one day particularly on the Australian music scene I really can't see how this band can't be um, anyway you know uh, I've had some real good times with good cover bands I've had some really really bad times with some bad cover bands um you know uh, uh but that's again not really it's subjective isn't it uh i may have been drinking too much that night i may just not like the music that they're playing i might not enjoy the venue or the people i'm with so therefore i'm not really digging it um anyway so as i said it is important all, I think not every, not all of us out there and I've played in a cover band myself in the past I played some police numbers which are very hard to play I can tell you uh, um, not easy um, you know because Sting's bass lines are incredibly difficult um, and intricate and um, 
how he plays those lines and sings man he's he's a genius that boy that man i should say anyway um i think yeah you you, you do i'm rambling again sorry guys this is my notes russell 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 yeah i think we do need to have them because not everyone is gifted to can just come out straight out of the blocks uh, pick up a guitar pick up drumsticks pick up the keyboard um bass vocals whatever and just suddenly do original material uh because they it just this doesn't happen you know you, you look at the history of all great bands they were all would have played covers at one point or another um a to get venues because venues it, uh, this again be truthful venues not so much now because i think where the covid has hit that people want live music and i don't think they're going to worry too much but in the past you you could only really get a gig um, playing say Friday night or Saturday night uh, or Thursday night sometimes midweek where the the bat, usually in pubs in small rooms at the back of pubs the landlords aren't going to want you to pay to play originals because they're not going to draw the crowd they want they want the Bon Jovi's and the Guns N' Roses and the um, ACDC's and the Blondie's and, and, and the stuff that people know because they're drinking they wanted to keep them drinking and they want them to be staying in the venue and if it's music they know they haven't got to think about it they can sing along to it they can have a good time when it's original material the only people who are going to be there really are fans of the band and you know real sort of people who just had a just want to sit there and quietly watch some music and not really care but it doesn't happen that much so so pub owners and landlords they and venue owners they're going to not take the risk unless it's a you know you've got a, a history behind you and so you play covers you might chuck an original one in here and there to the ear of the of the land or the publican but most of the time and to the crowd but most of the time it's it's covers and it's party basic music covers and um yeah and i and i think that i think that to some extent can be quite soul crushing for bands particularly i mean let's be honest creative people want to create and if you're making music, you're creative. And I think if you just do covers, it can be a little bit depressing. I mean, my good friend John um, was in a covers band for years up in Newcastle. He had a friend, he had a band that he tells me of called, um, now I'm going to get this wrong, I'm sure, but it's Fire, I think it was Fire Alarm. But John, sorry if I've, if I've got it wrong, I apologise. Um, but they have a band from Newcastle that played a lot of covers, a lot of Jeffro Toll, a lot of um, uh, uh, they did um, Boston and all this sort of stuff. But that's what people wanted to hear. Um, and uh, you know, I'm sure they grew from that. John particularly is is very gifted musically, and I think that he would he he would easily if he sat down wanted to create his own pieces of music quite could do so. But he enjoyed playing covers because. Um, he loved the music that he was playing and he got an audience to listen and watch um, yeah so so there are benefits to it but I think people I always think that they should that most cover bands do generally want to grow if they're doing just bits and pieces covers not only fixated on one band you know um, yeah anyway I'm about to uh, wrap up this half and we'll go into the second half chatting about the uh, band I saw on Thursday night uh, I'm going to pour myself a cup of tea I'll be back in a minute see you on the other side guys
hey guys, are you wanting to start in guitar? Are you already playing but have got to the point where you can't go any further? Need some tuition? Wanted to go a little bit further and be that metal guitar god that you knew you could be? Well, you can go to www.metalguitaracademy.com.au. That's www.metalguitaracademy.com.au. You need to have in-house online guitar tuition specializing in heavy metal guitar playing, providing tuition for students ranging from beginner to advanced focusing on technique, music theory, and developing a deep understanding of music. My good friend Joseph of Pure Envy, guitar, the band from Newcastle here in Australia, is willing to teach you. And if you go down to www.metalguitaracademy.com.au, the first lesson is free. Yes, that's right, guys. The first lesson is free. I hope you have fun, I hope you learn, and I might see you on the stage one day and I'll turn around and look at you and go, I know where you learn those chops from. Anyway, good luck, go over and see Joseph. Welcome back guys to part two. Um, so, first part was about the necessity of uh, cover bands. Um, some people do um, wince at them, some people laugh at them, some deride them. I think that there is a place for them and it's very necess it's very necessary in the world of music as a as we'd already discussed i'm not going to repeat myself again there if you already heard the first part um and again i want to apologize to john uh, if i've got the name of his mate's cover band famous cover band from newcastle from the uh, early 80s um uh, anyway i'm sure i was close to it with fire alarm but i think it's fire something but i'm again i'm sure john will reach out and tell me and then i will tell you in the notes below anyway so I went to a friend of mine who I work with. Uh, his her fiance reached out and said, "There's a band playing at the basement. Uh, would you like to come along?" Now you know me, and I've told you this before. I love, I love the basement, and I love being there. Now I don't normally travel to go to these things midweek because I work long hours, and then I always, I don't drive, so I have to get a bus, which is an hour's journey to the venue. So I tend not to go on days where I don't really need to have to go, even though I love the place. But I thought I'm going to do this because I wanted, I like to be in at the grassroots level of music. And that's basically what cover bands are, the grassroots level. So got there on that Thursday night, had an absolutely cracking meal and a good beer at Chompies. I told you that before, guys. Um, if you're in Canberra, in the Canberra area, please do go along. Uh, everyone should support local music and in this city of ours there is nowhere really that is as good or I don't think there's anyone in the country or even on the planet is as good as the basement is um, so if you have I've mentioned it before but if you're new to the podcast um, it's a small venue it's been around uh, quite some time now it has a capacity of 700 plus people uh, it's uh, it's everything that uh, a venue should be when it comes to, for me anyway um Good music. I, I like stadium rock. Yes, I do. But there's something about being in a small environment. You know, there's it, it's black, it's dark. There's guitars all over the walls and ceilings, all signed. You know, the, there's people behind the bar pouring beers. There's pool tables. There's good food. The stage is, you could stand right next to it. You know, um, it, it, it's uh, got a, it's just got a great atmosphere. There's nothing negative about that venue. It, which as soon as you walk in, I personally feel like I'm at home with friends and family. I really do. And this Thursday was no different. So I got there and uh, as I said, my friend and her fiance had some beers. 
good chat and a burger. Uh, and there was a few bands on before, and I'm not going to talk about them because they, no disrespect to the bands that were on um, before, and I didn't say that I didn't see the last back act because again it's a long way home, but um, the nothing special to me. Uh, it was just you know sort of bog standard cover bands really. Um, I mean I didn't mention this before, but I went to a gig with Benji a few years ago when it was the Blondie. Um, uh, it was Blondie, The Misfits, and The Ramones cover bands, and I've seen them. We've seen them a couple of times, but this time round was really, really poignant to me because um, my sister-in-law passed away a couple of years ago, and she was a big Blondie fan, and she gave me all her Blondie singles, and we got to uh, we bonded over the love of Blondie, and she died quite young. God rest you, uh, Jill. I uh, love you and I miss you. Um, and she, yeah, and she didn't, she wasn't the brightest spark on the planet, it was Jill, um, but she had a lot of love for life, and she loved Blondie, and that was good for me, and so when Blondie were on, um, I had to go up to the lead singer and say, look, I'm, I was crying, and I said, look, it really opened up some deep memory, memories there, and I think that's what's good about music, isn't it? Uh, anyway, I sidetracked, I sidetracked, um, so, you know, I'm there with, with my friends, we're having a drink, they're having a smoke out the back, um, the other cover bands are on, give or take, it doesn't really bother me, just enjoy the atmosphere, chatting to people, strangers. I seem to um, I seem to draw the nutters, sorry guys, that's the wrong term, the, you know, the, the, the drunken bar um, flies come to me and chat. I think I must have this big signal that says, please come and sit down and waste my life. Anyway, uh, it's all good. They get something out of it. I get to chat. Anyway, so the band I'm talking about that came on, they came on around about sort of nine-ish o'clock, nine o'clock. Um, uh, they're a local band from Batemans Bay. Now, all you international listeners, Batemans Bay is like a second Canberra. It's about two and a half hours away to the coast. And it's um, it's sort of in between... Um, major coasts. It's a it's a bay basically, and a lot of campers go there uh, in summer to get away from the city. Um, and uh, anyway, these young lads have travelled up, so they're sort of campers. I mean, I think they were originally from Canberra. I know that the lead singer and lead guitarist now lives in Mossvale, which is a nice another part. It's sort of in between Sydney and Canberra. Uh, if you want to look on the map, this is international listeners. Um, anyway. I I didn't know what I was going to expect to see, right? Um, uh, you know, because you think to yourself, what am I going to see? Um, I knew that what I was going into was an Oz music pub rock night. Now, those international listeners that don't know much about Oz, Oz pub rock, it has a very deep rooted um, in the in the DNA and psyche of Australian rock music listeners and. Um, you know, ACDC, originally a pub rock band. You know, you've got bands like Powderfinger and um, the the Angels and um, uh, Tat- Rose Tattoo and, um, and uh, you know, the Saints, even though they're a, pub, pump, a punk band, essentially are a pub rock band. There's a lot of them out there. Um, Grinspoon and all these, they all started in pub rocks and it's 
What a pub, what, what is a pub rock band? I ask you, crying. Tony, what's a pub rock band? Well, I'll explain it to you. Thank you, strange listener in the corner. Um, we, okay, so I grew up in the UK listening to and watching English pub rock bands, and they were basically your, your, your Dr. Feelgoods. And hold that note when I say Dr. Feelgood, because this is going to come back to you from there. Dr. Feelgood and... Um, I mean, that's well off the top of my head. But anyway, so pub rock bands are bands that play, start off with covers, then then play originals, play in small pubs uh, in Australia. And if anyone's not been to Australia, Australian pubs are not like any pub else in the, elsewhere in the world. They're not wood, they're wooden lined, um, open fired um, European pubs where you go to socialise, have a beer and keep warm because there's not much else to do in the evening. Australian pubs are slightly different. They're raucous. They're, um, they, I mean, the old story about them all being tiled so that the, the the pub landlord can hose out the vomit and the beer at the end of the night is not untrue in some parts of the country. Um, they can be very rowdy. Um, they can be, and it's where I think where real rock and roll sits. It's a beautiful spot. That it's that 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 wonderful moment between from. The birth of a band to its its antithesis, its genesis, right to the top, is that pub rock moment. And some pub rock bands don't ever leave, ever leave that venue space. I personally still think ACDC is a pub rock band. Um, I don't see them as a big stadium act. Um, uh, I, that might offend some people, but it's how I feel. I'm not a huge ACDC fan in general, actually. But again, I don't want to alienate my listeners. Uh, Choice is choice. So it's Thursday night. It's pub rock night. So what am I going to get? What what am I going to get from this band? Well, firstly, they they all they turn up on the stage. It's a three piece band. Um, they formed in two thousand and sixteen. Um, and well, you got your you've got your um, your iconic frontman guitarist with his telly. Um, strumming away. You've got a drummer at the back on a big drum kit, smashing the crap out of the skins. You've also got this, I was, I can say here now, right now, you know, what made this band different from all the rest of the bands on the on the venue that night was the bass player for me. Now, I'm not saying the rest of the band is amazing because he's a, the, the lead guitarist is really great and the drummer is really proficient, um, but the bass player, so the name of the band is Free Broken Strings. Um, you can. They've released. They've released a few things on Spotify. Uh, you look at their Spotify list, and it's like forty-four people. It's amazing. I love that. It's just grassroots. Um, they've done a few originals, done mainly covers. Um, not a proficient amount of output, but that's because they're just learning and they've got other things they need to do in their lives. I'm sure. Um, but the bass player. Do you remember I said? Um, think back to. Um, Dr. Feelgood. If any of you out there know anything about Dr. Feelgood, you'll know about the guitarist. His name is called Wilco. Now, Wilco had this dynamism, this movement, this erraticism on stage, um, this staccato guitar style. Now, this the bass player, um, and I'm going to get the names in a second, he just did not stop from the moment the guitar hit the first note to the moment that the, the skins rumbled into a silence on the drum kit and the cymbals crashed to infinity it was just moved 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 he was up on the 
rails. He was up near me because I was the only one at the front, sadly. Um, he was behind the drum kit, in front of the drum kit. A kid had so much energy that I was just drawn to them. Um, and proficient on the bass, you know, mixture of pick and finger because he's playing covers and those particular bands would have played the bass in different ways. Um, I'm going to get you the band name now. Give me a second. I mean the band lineup's names. Give me a second. And I'm back. I had to go get my notes. I had left them out of the room. So you come here for the professionalism, don't you? I know you go, geez, the quality of the sound and the, and the professionalism. It's going to what he's doing. So we got uh, Lachlan. I'm not going to go last names because I'm going to bodge them. Um, you can find them on Facebook. They're easy to find. Three Broken Strings and on Spotify. So Lachlan, Lachlan on um, lead. We've got Ben on bass and Dan on, sorry, Ben on drums, apologise, and Dan on bass. And as I said, all very proficient, all brilliant at what they do. The energy in the room was incredible. Uh, the only downside to these sort of nights is that because the audience doesn't tend to be um, audiences that would normally go to a lot of gigs, it's usually parents and friends, there wasn't a lot of energy on the floor, um, which was a shame. Uh, I was at the front, I was um, grooving, um, because I can't do anything, anything different. Um, I'm, I can't do the stand at the back. I'm not that kind of guy. So, brilliant, brilliant, brilliant line. Now, I'm going to get you the lineup of what they played. Now, I've just got to get my notes. Here we go. So, firstly, they played Take a Long Line by The Angels. Then they played On My Mind by Powderfinger. They played In the Summertime by Thirsty Merc. Uh, Black Fingernails Red Wine by Eskimo Joe. April Sun in Cuba by Dragon. Come on, that's a diving wall classic. They did ACDC Shoot to Thrill, which I, I think was a really good one. They didn't do any of those. They did, I think that's a really brave one to do. Um, they did Jets, Are You Gonna Go Be My Girl. They did The Angels, Am I Ever Gonna See Your Face Again? And you know what? If you can't sing that lyric out loud, you shouldn't be listening to music, particularly Australian music. And then they finished with an absolute cracker. They finished with um, Lost Control by Grinspoon. I, that was a really rocking, hard version of that song. I, I headbanged to it. I know it's not really a headbanging kind of track, but... I bloody loved it. Um, I thought they were they, it, it, it flew by very quickly. Uh, they, I think, they deserve to be headlining. I give this, I give them a five out of five. God's truth, a five out of five. If they ever play in your town, or in a pub near you, or you're in Canberra and they play again, come and see them. They're nice kids, adults, kids, whatever. I'm old, so they're kids. Um, they play proficiently. To play fun. I'd like to see them play a, a set of originals um, with the occasional um, uh, cover thrown in. So the next time they play, I'm going to be there. Um, you know, uh, I want to shout out the guys at the basement again. Another really good night. Another really well put together show. Sound was spot on. Visuals were really nice. Atmosphere was great. You know, um, on a cold sort of night that it was in sort of towards the end of the week. Um, You'd think you'd get, I mean, I, I would hope that in the future, if anyone's listening to this and they do go and see it, they that it gets a bigger audience. But yeah, brilliant. Um, you know, it was just fun from beginning to end. I even liked up, uh, um, you know, uh, Ben cocked up a bit on the drums and it wasn't like, oh God, they just had fun and carried on. 
you know um i thought that lachlan uh really knew how to hold an audience what well, audience was there he could hold he held me um and i just couldn't wait for each different track to come on uh and uh you know towards the end i did grab my friends who were standing in the back having drinks and got them to the front for the grinspoon uh track and uh you know had a bit of a, a bit of a, a jive and a groove uh old man words jive and groove what am i talking about come on anyway um so really uh five out of five for free broken strings uh, brilliant name by the way love the name um they've only got 45 listeners on spotify come on guys let's get us up past a thousand let's do something good for them so if you're overseas and you want to listen to something and you're just a bit bored or just not sure come on just click on it have a listen what can it harm i can't hurt you you've already come this far with me on the podcast haven't you so if you trust me take them a listen uh and you'll really enjoy it i think uh it's a good mixture of punk and rock and just general rock and roll um it's not heavy by any means it, it's not a heavy metal t- but I don't think you need to be that heavy to really enjoy it. It's just rock and roll. And these guys have the spirit of rock and roll. So next time you're, walk, you're looking at a venue and you think, oh, it's, just a, it's just a cover band. Man, take the punt. Pay the $5 or the $10. This was $15 ticket. What a good bargain that was. You know, Keep some money in the local community. Keep it in the band. Keep it in the heart behind the bar. Um, and keep these venues open. I mean, they've got good merch as well. I mean, you're good sign of a band that has merch. That's really good. So you can go to their website that is there. I will put it in the links below, uh, and you can buy some of their merch. It will keep the band going. Oh, another little side stop. So I jumped on the bus. I'm wearing my Venom shirt, and, you know, I got the last bus home, and the bus driver shouts out, Oh, Venom, hey. So I moved to the front of the bus, and we're chatting. It turns out that he also plays with free broken strings occasionally. And, get this, he's a Marillion fan. You know what? That absolutely made my night. He mentioned clutching at straws, and I felt 25 feet taller than I am now. Because when I first came to Australia in 97, um, I really felt like I'd come to a cultural black spot because no one knew who they were. Um, Now... You know, I'm trying to talk about... If I can get Marillion into every episode, I will. And I'm going to, because it's my show. And uh, and so I just felt like, just amazing. We chatted about modern metal and, and progressive rock. And, and it made the journey back home so much quicker. So, guys, I never got his name. So, guys in the band, if you know who it was, he was, he was driving the, the R4 the, uh, from Belcon and to Tuggeranong um, that night... Uh, reach out and let me know because he was such a nice guy I was really impressed by him and I was just impressed by the whole night um, so anyway that's me for the this week uh, next week one I will be I'm still going to think about what I'm doing but the following week will be as I mentioned before seven dates of Noel so seven episodes from the 20th to the 27th with uh, 10 minutes of each episode and what they're going to be is they're going to be um, a bit of a mystery. Uh, I've sort of know what I'm going to talk about. I think it's going to be something you're going to enjoy. It will come on a journey with me anyway. Um, and uh, we'll see you then. I hope you've enjoyed the show. Keep safe. Please do like and subscribe to the show. Please review it. It helps on whatever podcast you're on. Please, Even the most simple review would be good. It just helps my algorithm. 
doesn't have to be worded even even if it's just stars even if it's bad i don't really mind man it's just all feedback is good feedback uh, i've enjoyed doing the show this year i'm glad you've enjoyed listening about some good numbers some interesting numbers i'm glad you enjoyed uh, having benji on last week he will be on again in a few weeks time in the new year and uh i think the episode is going to be about ghost actually so hold on tight for that one because that's going to be a bumpy ride anyway see you next week chat with him bye guys What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.